Another part of a content marketing strategy is when you create a cornerstone piece of content, it is super easy to repurpose and use in other areas of your content strategy. Remember, most of your audience isn't going to see everything you post and share. So repetition is not only okay, it's kind of great. Not everyone will follow you on all channels either. So resharing to different platforms just helps you get your message across. You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. I'm Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. I'm a web developer, copywriter, and digital marketing strategist and educator who's been working in the industry since before Facebook business pages even existed. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that you can use to improve your own web design business and make more money with every website you build. You know, with the advent of social media and simply just all of the digital channels where we spend our time, we can get utterly bombarded with marketing messages. We also have an increasing amount of control over our interruptions thanks to updates like iOS 14, being able to skip commercials on the television and things like that. So to earn eyeballs as a marketer, we simply have to create better content. And that is easier said than done, I'm well aware. One of the ways we can do this is implementing a content marketing strategy. Now, I'm going to walk you through the basics of content marketing and how you can create a strategy that's right for your ideal audience. So let's take a quick step back and clarify what I mean when I talk about content marketing. Basically, it's a strategic marketing approach focused on creating and distributing valuable relevant, and consistent content. Now, this content is created and distributed with the goal to attract and retain a clearly defined audience, your target audience, your ideal customer, and ultimately ultimately to drive leads, sales, and conversions. Now, let's drill this down a little bit further. Getting to the nuts and bolts of it, what content is included in content marketing? Well, it can include blogs, videos, social media, podcasts, emails, And all of these components should work together for a defined goal. Now, choosing the right content for your business and your clients' businesses is twofold. One, it needs to align with the goals and objectives of the business so you can determine an actual ROI. Secondly, it needs to be something that is inherently shareable. After all, we as marketers and business owners don't really own the customer journey anymore. The customer does, and they're our best tool to move that conversation forward. So making content that's shareable doesn't necessarily mean you're striving to go viral either. Virility is hard, honestly, for anyone to manufacture. Instead, focus on creating high quality content that answers your target audience's problems, gives them steps towards a solution, or something they can emotionally connect and resonate with. And most importantly, make sure that whatever plan you do, you stick to a consistent publishing schedule. Now, when you're creating content for your ideal customer, your target audience, whatever you want to call them, you have to think more about them and less about you and the brand. After all, this is the story of how your brand or client helps them 
not about the brand itself. Before you create any content, you want to ensure that you're matching up the point of the piece with your target audience and their goals. So think about what they might be doing, thinking, feeling, the pain points they have, and the why behind their search and their digging, their research. Now, another key component to this is that you want to use your target audience's language, not technical jargon they may not understand. This will help with your searchability, but also removes a barrier so they can understand that you are in fact speaking to them. So anything you create has to be clear and easy to understand. Remember, they want your help, but they also don't have your expertise. You're not necessarily dumbing down your content, but you are keeping it simple so they can understand it no matter where they are in the process. You can always back up your content with third-party data. This can help build trust with your audience and keep it updated when necessary. I'm looking at you, Google Analytics lessons that don't cover the GA4 changes. Now let's talk about something else you may have heard people talk about a lot, and it's evergreen content. It's a bit of a technical term, but simply it's content that you create that continues to be relevant over a long period of time. So if you ever hear anybody talking about creating evergreen content, they're talking about creating something that you can use over and over again, or that can live for a long time. Now, one of the most common forms of evergreen content is like a social media photo shoot, perhaps a blog article, YouTube videos, podcasts, webinar recordings, infographics, and testimonials. A lot of this content can be used over and over again. It can be used as lead captures. It can be used in a variety of different places. That means you're creating one piece of content that you can use consistently over time. Now, what happens when that content is no longer accurate, especially if you're working in an industry like digital marketing where things change a lot. You can remove that content, but honestly, I'd highly recommend editing it with an updated on this date note instead to say what changed and why you changed it. Now, some of you are probably wondering about how this all configures in when you're a B2B company or a B2C company. Now, I'll argue, all day long that because there's a human on the other side of the screen consuming your content, that there's not a whole lot that's different in your strategies. However, you want to keep in mind that B2B tends to mean higher ticket items. Those can mean longer lead times, require more education, and they need more touch points to break through. Overall, just because you're B2B doesn't mean that your target audience is hanging out only on LinkedIn though. So keep that in mind. You can still have fun with your content, even if you sell to other businesses. Now let's take all of the things that we've just talked about and break it down with creating a content marketing strategy. Now this particular episode, it would be beneficial if you had something to take notes with, because I'm going to go through exactly how I create a monthly content marketing strategy. And as someone who's been doing this a few different ways over the years, I'm going to tell you to learn from my mistake and always write down your content plan. Never wing it. You will forget something and you won't think it all the way through. If you have, if you're by computer or anything else, I want you to start with a month calendar. This could be a simple one from Calendarpedia. They have lots of different templates you can customize. You can print one off from Google Images, whatever you want to do, but get a calendar out for the next month. Now with this, we're going to lay out all the pieces of content you're going to create over the month. 
I recommend choosing a cornerstone piece of content that you publish once a week. By that, I mean a blog post, a podcast episode, a live video, YouTube video, email, or something a bit bigger. What you choose really depends on your audience. So think about what kind of content they want to consume. And whatever you choose, you need to be comfortable and able to fulfill that on a weekly consistent basis. Now, when you're choosing a main marketing channel, you want to select a channel that you have a little bit more control over. Do not make a social media channel your main content marketing source. After all, you have such little power over algorithms and what gets seen. And you know what? Who knows? TikTok could disappear tomorrow. I mean, it did almost disappear a year ago. So instead, focus on a platform that you can have a bit more ownership of. A brand's website is always the number one choice for this because it's about the only piece of marketing we can truly own. Okay, so have you decided what you're going to create? Let's write down on your calendar just what you're going to focus on creating, i.e. you're going to make a podcast once a week. Now, keep in mind that you need to make sure your content is entertaining, it's persuasive, it's educational, and it always provides some kind of call to action that allows people to convert. You don't necessarily want to be salesy in every piece of content you put out, but you don't want to hide what you do and how you can help either. It's a little bit of a delicate balance. So think through the main questions your audience comes to you with. Do some Google research if necessary to find the common problems and threads in those discussions. Dig into a Facebook group where your ideal target audience is hanging out and see the problems that they're dealing with. Now get the calendar back out and let's write down four topics you can cover with your cornerstone content. Once per week is optimal. You can do a one a month, but honestly, it works best if you do it more consistently than that. Now you can publish your content on whichever day works best for the brand, though I personally wouldn't choose, say, Friday at 4 p.m. if you're a B2B company. Think about your audience's behaviors a bit to make that decision. Now you want to make sure all of your content flows together. So make topics a progression of sorts. For instance, in last week's episode, we talked about schema and how that can help boost our SEO. This week, I'm teaching you how to create content that will utilize that schema markup. See what I did there? Another part of a content marketing strategy is when you create a cornerstone piece of content, it is super easy to repurpose and use in other areas of your content strategy. So for example, I write all of my podcast episodes out as a blog article because I love to write. And then I record that podcast episode based on the blog itself because I speak better when I'm working with a framework anyway. Then I break that podcast episode up into a teaser video for social media and repurpose listicle items from past episodes and later social media posts. If I were better about utilizing my email list, I could send out a teaser email when an episode dropped too. Remember, most of your audience isn't going to see everything you post and share. So repetition is not only okay, it's kind of great. Not everyone will follow you on all channels either. So resharing to different platforms just helps you get your message across. Now here's a pro tip. 
You do want to ensure that however you're repurposing content, you're matching the type of content expected for the platform you're publishing on. I mean, you're not going to post a 10-minute video on Instagram or TikTok, right? You want to make sure that the style of the posts that you're creating matches the platform. Now, that may mean that you can use the same copy, but you may have to create a new image or a new video, and that's okay. You're still repurposing content, and you're starting with a structure versus, you know, just cutting up pieces and throwing it out everywhere. Now, what I often hear from others in the industry is that content marketing can be scary, overwhelming, or a lot. And yes, I mean, it certainly can. We often feel like we have to be everywhere, but you don't have to be everywhere. Just where your audience is spending time and wants to engage with you. So this is the last step. I want you to take that calendar back out. Now that you have your four cornerstone pieces, think through how you can repurpose and reuse that content across a variety of platforms and start filling in the gaps. Now, I want you to find third-party resources you can share in the other gaps and put in some non-salesy, get-to-know-the-brand type posts in the rest. Pretty soon, you'll have an entire month filled in and you're ready to batch and schedule. See? Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Mostly. Thank you all for listening to our episode this week. If you want to catch more Digital Masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at digitalmasterspodcast or visit us online at becomeadigitalmaster.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.